Hi, I'm Neil Ronahan, and welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 36 for Saturday, January 15th, 2011. Um, with me today are the usual crew. We got Andy Gergen. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Nathan Mustafa. Hey. And Zachary Miller. All right, so uh, last week I was ill, but this week I am better, and I got I got some bones to pick with you guys. Um, you're gonna off, you're gonna kill us. Neil's <laughs> going to kill us. No, I'm actually not gonna kill you. I mean, I, I assumed that you guys thought I was gonna kill you over the whole Kirby thing. Just that was it yep. was that it was Mario and some of the stuff I edited out. Oh, okay, <laughs> what did you edit out? May I dare I ask? You will never know. Oh no! I know. It, they were just um, stabs at your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Ronahan. <laughs> but uh yeah, but I mean other than that, uh I just wanted to say I guess a little bit about like the uh the the Wii DS release stuff. Um De Blob, uh De Blob 2 actually looks to be a pretty cool uh like a uh, 2D platformer mm-hmm. with the blob like aspects. It's developed by Half Brick. Which I forget they did some. They, they made uh, Fruit Ninja and Monster yes. Dash on yes. the iPhone. Yes. Uh, Fruit Ninja was good. Monster Dash, eh? Yeah, but like they they've got a pretty good portable pedigree, and uh, yeah, um, De Blob 3DS I believe is kind of unconfirmed. Like I think it was on that initial list, but nothing more has been said about it. It might be a completely different game. It might be De Blob Two with 3D. Uh, it's not really known. You paint the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be fucking trippy. Yeah, it would be. But would. Um, also, Inazuma Eleven uh, that was on the list because uh, I believe Matt Blunden is planning to import it, but that's only mm. coming out in Europe at the end of January. Oh. Uh, and so, so that's not a North American release. Retraction. Um. But yeah, and that's like a it's like an arcade cartoony soccer RPG. So I'm probably gonna try to import it too. Yeah, I just it hope it's fun. not Academy of Champions. I hope it's Sega Soccer Slam. Well, which is... well, how are you gonna import it? Um, because it's a DS game. Oh, it's a DS game and not a oh, 3D. Yeah. Okay, that's right. That's yeah. right. I was thinking 3DS for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think that's about it because uh, uh, Pokemon rules, oh, Radiant Historia. <laughs> We're just Radiant kidding. Historia We're just kidding. We didn't good. make any cracks about your mom. She's totally hot. All right. Cool. <laughs> okay, Zach. Yeah, but that—that's all. That's all I've got for corrections. Uh, I believe, or at least additions, more like it, because uh, outside of Inazuma Eleven, you didn't get anything fundamentally wrong. Well, I will uh, say uh, before we before we get too deep into into this episode, I will I will go forward and say that the the reason the last three episodes were so long is just because they were year end and. And in year forward prediction and stuff, right. it, I promise you, all of our feature episodes aren't going to be two hours long. That was sort of yeah. one of those things that we didn't realize that it happened until we were done. But going yeah, forward, we I, at yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. So if you were a little scared off by the length of the last couple of shows, last three shows, understand that it's not we're taking it down. Yeah, much. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna re- bring it back a little bit so that you're not listening to, to and NWR edit podcast maybe, all day long. Edit for maybe yeah. three less hours. A week. Wouldn't that the, be uh, nice? <laughs> these episodes and, uh, are, aren't are going to be a little shorter, but maybe a little wider, you know, so it all evens out. Maybe. Yeah, you're there right. You go. There you go. Get more range. Uh, we're going to do a regular episode for y'all today. This is the first regular episode we've done in like a month. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be weird. since early December, I'm pretty sure. And, Back to basics. And I'm going to hit the ground running uh, by, I guess, uh, a special segment. In addition to what you're reviewing, we also got what you're previewing. Hey. And, uh, I got a preview cart for Monster Tale. Which is uh, a DS game developed by Dream Rift, which is uh, made up of guys who made Henry Hatsworth. Um, oh. It's published by Majesco, hmm. and it's it's a Metroidvania game with some kind of Tamagotchi like stuff, and it's freaking amazing. How far along is it? Um, is, there, is it a fully finished game? Yes, uh, I okay. actually found out today, which made me really excited because right now I'm halfway through the I'm halfway through the second world, mm. and I found out that the preview card that I have is pretty much the full game. Ooh, so awesome. nice! I'm ex- as excited as a pig in shit right now because that means <laughs> I have uh, there, there's five worlds in all. Um, it seems to be pretty long right now. I've put probably four and a half, five hours into it, or maybe I, I think more four and a half, wow. and I'm near the end of the second world. I mean, I've been slow boating it a little bit. Like, just, I guess, kind of, like, being a lot more meticulous. But even still, like, if you're a completionist, 
It's it's pro- it's easily a ten hour game from from what I've seen so far. So what's oh, appeal so. the monster? Is it just do you get to level it up like a Pokemon or something? What does it do? Yes. All right. So well, first I'll talk about uh the whole base for the story is that like you're this girl who winds up in like this monster world and then you find an egg and then the egg hatches and it's like a monster and you call him Chomp and he's your buddy. Togepi. But, yeah. <laughs> um. So uh. So Ellie is basically just Samus, but like designed or like de- like her character design does not look like Samus, but her controls are pretty much like Samus. Like she has a projectile move. At first it's just like I mean it's like a it's a little like a, a little dot on the screen that travels and it stops. It's short. And then you got the the metaphorical long long beam and then it goes across the full screen and then you get different power-ups that change the projectile. Um then you there's even like a, a roll that basically functions as the morph ball. Um, you have a wall jump that you get. Uh, you also have a melee attack where you she's like a satchel and you beat things with it. So that's fun. <laughs> nice. But a lot a lot of the power ups that you get as her are very reminiscent of stuff that you would find in a Metroid game, which might seem I guess a little bit of a turn off because it's like kind of done before. Mm-hmm. But the way this game does it, it's like it's it, it just the the design of the game is different than a Metroid game as far as like the the presentation and everything. So it still feels really fresh and mm. it's you know just with with the girl alone it's a really cool metroidvania styled game that i mean it, even i would draw comparisons to Shantae as well because it mm. has that same kind of 2d animation that's really nice probably i mean i think way forward's definitely i guess more trained like sprite artists than dream rift but it still looks really nice right they well, put a lot of time into fun. the boob animations to please the yes. zacks of the world there's no well, boob animation I, she, i'm she's looking at girl. screenshots right now she looks flat as a board and about 12 years yeah. old Oh my god, Zach. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's just move on. Uh, so you got the monster, Chomp. And he, for the most part, or I guess he can reside on the bottom screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what he can do on the bottom screen is sometimes there will be objects that are on the bottom screen to interact. There's an early boss in which you have to switch him between the top and bottom screen to like attack the, the monster. Because it'll go from the top screen to the bottom screen. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple other things that I've run into where you need to do that, like to like platform and stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, what he does there is he like recharges his power, and you also find items like cookies, books, uh, oh, cookies. candy, cherries. Okay. Uh, occasionally, you'll find a catapult a so- or a soccer ball, and with the catapult and the soccer ball, like you go down and like he just has to like spend time, like I guess like doing something to it. Like the book, it's kind of funny because you, if you look down at the bottom screen when he's reading a book. He has little glasses on, and you can see that he's reading the book. And then after that, he gets experience and, like, a boost to his intelligence. Um, and that also goes for, depending on, you know, whether it's a soccer ball, a cookie, candy, etc. You get other boosts other than just experience. Um, and, like, if you get a soccer ball or a catapult, then the catapult will, like, you know, launch cannonballs onto the screen and hurt mm-hmm. enemies. Or the soccer ball will bounce around Super Smash Brothers style and, and knock out a bunch of enemies. Nice. Um, cool. And the whole level-up system is that... Uh, he'll he will level up, uh, you know, get boosts in his like there's like you know strength, stamina, intelligence, etc. And he'll also learn different moves that like it'll and and he has two different special moves that are mapped to the L and R button. And you also get a lot of traits that will be like you know like strength boost, defense boost, etc. And the moves uh, one that I that I that you get early on is a torpedo, in which it's basically he just is a it does a like powerful like you know straight on attack. Uh, or there's other ones where it's like a, a tongue throw where like, you know, he will use his tongue to eat an enemy and then spit him out Yoshi style hmm. and nice. And then he also has, if he, if he's just hanging out on the top screen, he'll float around and just attack enemies on his own. Oh, that's um, cool. Does he and there's a lot of other cool beam? moves. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't gotten to that point yet. But <laughs> probably to make it even cooler is that he has these different forms. He starts off as like a like a, a baby adolescent, what have you. A baby adolescent. And you get all these different forms. There's there's probably about like 10 to 15 forms in the adolescent tree. And there's also I'm, I'm currently in the teenager like evolution tree. Ah. And hmm. I believe there's an adult, maybe maybe more after that, maybe like old man tree. Is there, is there like there's... an elderly tree where you return to your baby stage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but there's all these different forms that you can go to, and they all have like, you know, different specialties that will be like, you know, one will be more focused on, you know, like up close attacks. One of them will be focused on defense or protecting Ellie. 
and they all also have different like alignments uh it's it's just like uh i guess grass water and fire mm. are the three different alignments and there's also so far i've unlocked one that's like like special so i guess it's outside of like the kind of the rock paper scissors of the grass water fire so and as hype. you get to yeah as you, <laughs> as you get to later as you get to later worlds there will be enemies that are fire based or water based or grass based mm. and you could do more moves if you use attacks that are based in that element or uh, forms that are in that element. Cool. Well, and as you cool. as you level up, as you level up each one, you you get different moves. And if you level them up even more, you'll unlock no, new forms. You'll you'll master those moves so you can use them in any form. Cool. Um, and it's just it's a really cool mechanic because it keeps you you know, it makes the the idea of just fighting random enemies like a little less mundane. Like I definitely found that in like uh, Metroid Other M especially, there wasn't really any kind of reward. For killing enemies, so, well, yeah, outside of like getting out, out of the, the room, because in a room you get, you figure out where all the treasures are. Yeah, but, but still, even after yeah. that, if you go back, if you go back through that that room, you won't want to kill those fucking enemies. It's not like you get a yeah. health power up or anything, right? Yeah. Like in this game, you know, you kill enemies, you get experience. It's a lot more, you know, that that works. And there's other Metroidvania games that do, like the Castlevania games, do that, right? Um, but yeah, I really like this game. It's it's a ton of fun. Uh, we'll have I'll have a, a pretty freaking robust preview. Do you probably. do you think that separating the monster and, and thereby separating the leveling mechanic from the player character adds any sort of value? Yeah. Like what? Does it make it more fun to have it on the bottom screen and have to pull it up to use your abilities? Or well, I mean, it kind it kind of adds more, I guess, strategy to it. And it's also oh, okay. nice because, you know, Ellie by herself can take care of business, mm-hmm. but then you also have that added bonus of, you know, the uh, the dude on the bottom screen that can come up. Hmm. But it just kind of adds like almost like a Pokemon-esque mechanic to mm-hmm. it where, you know, you want to level them up. You want to get them to evolve. Right. And I guess my question is, you know, like not to drag this on really long, is that traditionally in the Castlevania games just have that layer of leveling on your character, you know? And you you level up, you do get all the new abilities and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Cool. I mean, I I like the, I I like the interaction between uh, Ellie and the monster because I mean the monster's cute too. There's <laughs> this, that going. That forward. sounds like a game. <laughs> that I guess was made I guess there's not me. really any kind of like like tangential or like like describable like added value by having them split up. Yeah. But I don't think it hurts the game either. Oh, I, cool. I guess maybe it's a wash. But it's a it's a really really cool game. If you're a hmm. fan of cool two D games that are Metroidvania, like totally look forward to this game when it comes out in March. We're how's also going to have the a developer diary level? starting January twenty fourth and running until the game's launch. How's the difficulty level? Because I remember uh, Hatsworth was pretty challenging from what I, from what I remember. It is talking nowhere about it. near as hard as Hatsworth. I mean, that- it's also like because you have the leveling mechanic and you also there's like stores where you can buy upgrades and stuff too for Ellie and like get her like you know stronger melee damage more health um it definitely i mean i haven't gotten to the third world yet which uh for anyone that played Hatsworth you'll know that the third world of Hatsworth was pretty much hell at least the the, the boss of that stage was but so far the game has been uh i don't think i've i may have died once early on but i i haven't I haven't. I I may have only died once at most, and I've put four hours into the game, so it's not really that hard. It's nice. a lot more of just an enjoyable experience. Very good. Cool. I never played Hatsworth because I was kind of scared off by the uh, difficulty that I kept hearing about. I never mm-hmm. got past the difficulty. I ended up. I got it for ten bucks because I was scared by the difficulty too. Because yeah. I have like you know friends that are way better at games than me. Like they were like, man, Hatsworth was super tough, and I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah, they're better at games than I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to beat that. And exactly. I ended up. I really enjoyed Hatsworth, but the levels are really long too, mm. and that kind of well, like goes against it because like you'll be playing this platforming level for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's yeah. not that it's bad, but it's like there's like make it five minutes long, split it into three levels. It'll be better. Yep. Yep. I'm All with right. you on that. But, <laughs> enough about Hatsworth. Uh, I'll move on to a game that I'm reviewing, which is uh, Worms Battle Islands for Wii. I'm not going to talk too long about this. It's basically a Worms game for Wii. And it very clearly was a, it. I know, well, for a fact, it was a WiiWare game originally. And it visually and plays and everything like a WiiWare game. Yeah. Except for you can tell that it's a WiiWare game that probably was over the 40 meg limit, so they put it on a <laughs> they put it on a disc. Oh my god. And sold it for 30 bucks. The the Worms fr- franchise has just stagnated. 
I really, really, think really I need to go back to Worms 3D. In fact, if I had oh, to defend I, a game on the GameCube, I, I, think... I would love defending Worms 3D. Uh, we should do that sometime. We then. should do that because I think Worms 3D. I don't think is I saw that. Shit. I, I think that Worms. Uh, I forget what it. Whatever the the second one that came out on 360, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a computer version that came out in like August. Okay. Like that. That is, in my opinion, like almost a perfect game. You talk. But it's been the, the, but it's been the same game for a do, like a, a dozen years now. Right? Yeah, but it's yeah. so refined in in that game. But the assets like, haven't the thing, changed. Like, I mean, I love like Worms Armageddon and stuff like that. But there was always like like presentation wise and how everything controlled. There was always something a little off. Right. But like with that 360 game and that PC game, just like everything is so highly refined. Hmm. Maybe I just haven't put enough time into the franchise. up, I guess. Th- this is a step back in a lot of ways. Worms Battle Islands. Oh. Um, the only I guess I guess some of the cool things about it is that uh you have this like your player's island that you build up and you use in this uh this multiplayer mode called tactics tactics mode. Mm-hmm. And you can use different abilities that your island builds up as you play the game. Like there's an experience system that you get for like, you know, winning multiplayer matches and beating the uh, the single player campaign and levels there. And you build up your your base um, to to work in this tactics mode to give you different abilities and different powers to use in that. The only problem is that it really the leveling up only seems to work for that. And you also mm. like unlock different like things for your. Uh, your worms to wear like the first level that i gained it was just like you got a new hat and i'm just like oh, cool thanks uh, um it's I mean, there's a, a lot hat. of customization with with like you know what you make your worms and everything which is you know par for the course with the series um the only thing that i don't really like about it is that the interface feels like it's it's worms for like children like it's like mm. like you know every icon to... is fucking gigantic. It's totally made for a pointer, but I've been playing it with a Wii Remote on the side, yeah. which does not use a pointer. You can play it, I believe, Wii Remote Nunchuck. There's also motion stuff involved too, but I haven't checked that out yet. It's just it's not that it's a terrible game. It's just that there are far superior Worms games out there. There just happen to be none on the Wii, or I think there <laughs> is one on the Wii, but I haven't played. Yeah, that, so. there is. It's called Worms 3D Backwards Compatibility. <laughs> worms 3D's how worms 3D from my memory that that's the one where like you have like the third person perspective on the worm. Yes. Right? How could that yeah, game like not that game. fit into the WiiWare size requirements? It's like the smallest game I mean, in the I mean, world. I don't, like, I don't know. It's a one a screen maybe, game. I don't know that for a fact. Maybe it was also they wanted to make thirty. They wanted to sell it for thirty dollars instead of like ten or fifteen. That may have yeah, been. that's possible. I mean, that's just my theory. It's not like, that, like, the, it's it's not like, like the Worms franchise is known for its greatest business decisions. Yeah, <laughs> no. it's just a Worms game slapped, slapped on a disc. Yeah. And it, it shows a lot right in on. every aspect of the game. Yeah, so that's all i got to say about that. Well, Let's move on to Andy, who's talking about a new release. I got this game about a week ago. I mentioned it on the last episode, but I hadn't received it quite then. I think I got it the very next day. It's Lost in Shadow. It's a uh, It's a Hudson game. Uh, just came out, I think, just came out last week, I believe, um, last Tuesday. Yeah, January fourth. Um, yeah. Well, okay, a couple weeks ago then. Uh, it's it's a, it's a unique game. I've never played anything exactly like it before. The, the premise of the game is you control this boy who, in the opening cutscene, um, his his shadow is severed from him, and the shadow is thrown off of this giant tower. But you don't control the boy himself, you control his shadow. So, like, it's actually kind of kind of interesting because the, the foreground kind of shifts between all these different perspectives as you play the game. Sometimes it looks like you're looking at, like, an open field, like a, like a top-down Zelda game. Uh, sometimes it looks like very much like a 2D platformer, and it's only coincidental that the shadows happen to lie right behind the platforms. Um, the foreground is constantly shifting and changing around. It... it never looks the same from from area to area really um and you play the shadow being projected against the background so um the shadow is always a 2d platformer it just depends on you know uh whatever shadows are being cast by whatever's in the foreground and that it's actually kind of interesting because sometimes your 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 angle is or the shadow is very like slanted and angled and that kind of changes as you walk across like part part of the um Part of the allure of the game is just kind of watching the the foreground be completely useless to you, as you control what's what's projected onto this like 
angled slanted surface on on the background it's it's actually takes a while to wrap your mind around exactly what it is you're looking at sometimes um, hmm. i can't tell you the number of times that i have gone up to an object forgetting that i'm supposed to be attacking the shadow and trying to attack the foreground instead huh. um hmm. it 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 it's a really cool effect. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily take full advantage of it. Um, see, this game should be in my wheelhouse. This game should be totally up my alley. It's basically got the graphic style of, of Eco, which you may know is a game that I really, really love. Uh, another, it's, it's, it's like a beige-ish yellow brick castle with like a grassy background and um, a very kind of bleak interior. Um, and it's got the gameplay of something like, like like Limbo, maybe sort of a, a shadowy figure with a lot of 2D platformers and some traps so you're trying to sucks. avoid. Dude, Limbo doesn't suck. Limbo is great. I did not enjoy. Uh, I played the demo of Limbo and did not like it. I haven't even right. played the full game of Limbo. I played. It, it I, I, I only me played a little the demo. bit of Kirby's Epic Yarn. I could see where you. I only played the demo of Limbo <laughs> so far, and I really, really enjoyed it. Like. It's just it's atmospheric as hell, and the 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 gameplay is fluid and it's brutal. To me, It'll the gameplay you. seemed to be rely too much on trial and error, and that's what kind of bothered me. Be like, oh, oh too bad, bear trap. Yeah, maybe. There's something. I do like limbo? the aesthetic. The, the as- yeah, I'm yeah. Oh, talking God, about limbo. Yeah. The aesthetic is really cool. I'll give you that, but I did not enjoy. You know, oh, bear trap. Well, I mean, Lost in Shadows. Can you not is, see is, these it, bear traps. It's a 2D flat wall. Yeah, well, you can't because they're it's like the same color as the foreground. Oh, yeah. Which is you can see black. them if you, you can see them once you know they're there. They're it's clear that they're there, but you probably won't notice them the first time you walk up to them. Yeah, right. true. So Lost in Shadow is kind of the same way, except for I think it's not quite as it doesn't try to trick you as much. Um, so after you've been doing your running and jumping platformer stuff for a little while, they they throw a sword at you. Uh, not literally but, throw a sword at you, but they they give okay. they they throw a sword into the mix, um, which brings an element of combat into the game, which is, I guess it, you know it, it fits naturally into the game, but they don't really handle it particularly well. A, a lot of the combat, so it's like a shadow sword. Yeah, it's this it's the shadow of a sword that you pick that that is once in the foreground. Once your character grabs the shadow of the sword, the foreground version of it vanishes, and it's just a shadow of a sword in your hand. Um, it looks like the shadow of a boy holding a sword. <clears throat> but cool. All right. The the combat is uh, largely based around um, running up, attacking, and then backing off, and then running up and attacking and backing off. And if they had kind of built that into the control scheme a little bit, that'd be one thing. But they really haven't. So it's just a lot of quickly quickly retreating um, without any real, I don't know, without any any real finesse to it. Uh, and the enemies mm. are not particularly interesting. They're they're basically like aliens or insect-looking things. Uh, some of them have red eyes, which means you can kill them with your sword. Some of them have blue eyes, which means you have to find a way to kill them with the environment. Usually some sort of like um, trap-based puzzle where you'll lure them into an area and then you'll hit a switch and it'll drop a spike on them or something. And that's that's kind of fun, I guess. But most of the combat is pretty, is pretty rote. It's just like the, the enemies will take one, two, or three hits with the sword to go away, um, and that's it. You, you do have a, a basic leveling up mechanic. Uh, when you kill an enemy, you'll get a little bit of health and a little bit of experience. And I can't... for the, I mean, I put five hours into the game, and I can't for the life of me figure out what the hell experience is supposed to do for you. I guess it makes your sword more powerful. Maybe it makes your combat easier. Um, but <laughs> it makes I, th- I, think, I think the enemies also slowly get more more uh, more powerful, like without even really ch- necessarily changing form. So if you get slowly more powerful and so do the enemies, I fail to see how that's, you know, anything yeah, that's but a watch. Really, uh, um, that's that's actually kind of a obli- like oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. So but like you, you only that. have you only have one attack. I, I played a lot of oblivion and I, I slightly it. regret it. Oh man, you know, I played over a hundred hours of oblivion easily. Oh my gosh, I regret it. It would be in an RPG. I probably it's... put like fifty or sixty hours into it. In an RPG, it's one thing because you can vary up the way in which you attack it. But this game has a single button yeah. where you slice your sword, and that yeah. your your sword slice gets slightly slightly stronger, and so do the enemies over time. Uh, it seems silly. Um, and I guess the main thing about the game is it's not as exciting as I would like. There's just I've been playing for five hours. Kind of boring. The, the gameplay has pretty much remained unchanged for those five hours. Uh, there are there are things that I don't quite understand, like. For once, for instance, I have an item screen that's been blank for five hours. 
Um, I'd like to know <laughs> when when exactly it is I'm supposed to find some items besides my sword. There are occasionally these little yeah. glowing glowing things in the foreground and background that I, I get the impression I could somehow teleport into the foreground, uh, but it's never told me exactly how to do that. I have to imagine it's a thing that I'll be backtracking for later. Um, but I don't know it. A little Clearly a little text. You're playing it wrong. A, a little text yeah. box telling me that what it is or anything would have been nice. Like they're just completely they're just completely ignoring all the things that I can't quite do yet, which yeah. you should see I if guess. you can double jump. That helped Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. Cycle through every character out of the like twenty characters you can and see if one of them can double jump, maybe. Alright. I'll yeah. I'll be sure to do that. Just try it out. The uh the story is kind of interesting. Um there seems to be like some sort of a giant there's there's one one stage so far where I've had to escape this giant shadow monster which is entirely constructed of flailing hands and feet um and then at some point he it was referred to again in a in a uh, still scene or a, a still picture cutscene that basically indicated that this tower was invaded by this thing and they tried to they tried to destroy it by sacrificing a small boy. I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense yet, but I can kind of see it's building to somewhere. Hmm. Um, I, I've done a little bit of reading on the internet, which indicates to me that once I get to the top of this tower, of which I'm on floor something like 35 right now, um, and the floors tend to come more than one at a time. Like each A stage might be floors 27 through 29, because it's not really... It's like It's like a platforming where you're we can constantly trying to move upwards um no. but so like i'm on floor like 35 or something right now and i get the impression i'm about two-thirds of the way to the top of the tower but also i've read things that indicate that going to the top of the tower is like only the first part of the game and it, it drastically changes after that uh so i'm kind of curious to see what happens when i actually get there but yeah i don't know it, it just it's not really it's not really doing it for me but at the same time i can't really exactly pinpoint why it's just kind of boring um, they have these little bonus stages called Shadow Corridors. They don't amount to anything. Basically, there's one per mm. one per stage, and you go in there, and there's like a little mini level. And when you beat it, you gain some life and experience, and that's that's it. Um, sometimes you have to go through them. Sometimes you have to find them and unlock all of them, I guess. Um, but they don't really do anything. And the irritating thing about those is they have these puzzles inside of those shadow corridors where you stand on a, on a specific spot and then you use the d-pad to move the light source 90 degrees to the left or 90 degrees to the right which completely changes the the platforms because the shadows completely morph into different things like if you're looking at it if, if you're if you're in front of a staircase and you rotate it the staircase becomes a wall because it's just you know you're changing the angle at which it, the shadow is being casted um that's a really cool idea, but there's no consequence for getting it wrong. If you, if you get it wrong, you die, but by dying, really all that happens is you go back to the place you were before you did it, no no other consequence, um, and you do it the other way. So basically it's, okay, I'm going to go up to this, this little platform and try a thing, and if that thing fails, I'll try the other thing. There's no other consequence for it. Yeah. It's a cool effect, but it, it, it achieves nothing. There's no benefit of doing it. There's no hindrance to getting it wrong. Um, so I don't know. It's just the whole thing kind of feels like half thought through. Hmm. But hmm. that said, there are some parts of the game that are really, really neat. Like Basically, whenever, whenever I see my character um, change shape because the shadow is being cast on like an angled wall... Like that just that's it's a really cool effect, but I feel like I'm rambling at this point. I haven't really said anything all that interesting about this game because this game hasn't <laughs> shown me anything all that interesting yet. So uh, I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit a little bit more next week after I've gotten to the top of the tower and figure out what comes next. Um, but yeah. right now I can't I say hope it gets better. It seemed it seemed like it was going to be an interesting game. Yeah, it did. It seems like it's it's worth. A little I think it's worth checking out. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's me. I don't know. I'm just not loving it. It's gotten it, – it, the reviews I've seen across the net are sort of, you know – some of some people have really liked it. Some people haven't. Uh, I'm sort of in between right now. I, I, I really want to like this game a lot more than I actually am. Um, but that's all I got. Cool. All there right. You go. um, Zach, you got a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit for Wii to talk about? I do. Uh, I'll keep it brief because the game's shitty. 
Uh, it's absolutely nothing like the uh, real pretty uh, and interesting games on the Xbox and PS3. Yeah, it's made by, I think, a, a development company that has just made like Burnout or Need for Speed games on Wii. Well, they don't do a good job. Um, <laughs> it is the most personality-less game I've ever played. Uh, you kind of pick from a list of, of really boring-looking cars. I mean, they, they're all licensed, so they have recognizable body types, but but there's you know no racing stripes or anything. Nothing really makes the car compelling and then uh and then you what you do is you go there there's just a career mode there's career and time trial any multiplayer in time trial oh. you can have up to four players play uh so that's kind of your only multiplayer option that no sucks. it really is your only multiplayer option there's no online mode oh yeah um just speaking of multiplayer uh that worms game has online which seems good it's just that i couldn't fucking find a match I'm wait done. what does sorry the Worms, the Worms game. Oh, Worms game, yeah. I was talking about before. Yeah. It has online, but I could not find a match, and I tried probably on and off for like an hour. Gotcha. Um, well, wish this game had some online, because the career mode, while maybe interesting, is is just gets old after a while. You go through these uh, four cities, and each city has a few stages to complete uh, challenges in, and the challenges are real straight, like elimination races, or uh, a time trial, uh, you know, crap like that, and um, or get 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 away from the cops, because it is hot pursuit, and the cops are supposedly a big part of the game, but they're really not. They only show up if you cause a lot of commotion, and then you can easily outrun them. Uh, but the game just looks bad. Um, it doesn't look bad. It just looks incredibly vanilla. Um, you know, there are no effects or anything. It just looks like a bunch of flat colors for it's the cities. Yeah, it's just I mean, boring. I reviewed, a, I reviewed Need for Speed Nitro uh, last year. And, like, that. I mean, that was kind of, it was, a, I guess, a serviceable racing game. I really enjoyed it. But part of the yeah. reason why I enjoyed that is because it had a very distinct visual style. And ah. it seems like this game does not. No, it doesn't at all. Um, everything blends together. All the cities blend together. and That sucks. And, you know, what? what what's sucky is that... There's no announcer, and the car sounds are, you know, very generic, vroom, vroom, and, and the music is kind of in the background, and it's this third-tier Tony Hawk faux rock music uh. that you'd never listen to if you if you uh, had the time. So it's really just kind of dull. You know, you're, you're going through the motions. You really are, the whole game. So yeah. uh, I, I don't like it at all, but... You know, well, what are you going to do? And, and that's sad because just, the, you know, the HD version of the game really pushed systems and had right. some innovative multiplayer stuff, uh, asynchronous multiplayer stuff. Yeah. What's that and mean, asynchronous multiplayer stuff? <laughs> huh? What's that mean, asynchronous? Uh, you're competing with people, but not playing with them at the same time. So, like, yeah. Geometry oh, that's cool. Wars. Leaderboards, oh, that's cool. basically. But, oh, gotcha. Yeah, leaderboards. So, like, you're ghost, racing their ghost or ghost something? Ghost races, stuff like that. Oh, I see. That's cool. Um, yeah. Well, this and game has none Wii of that. You can't really do either of that. Uh, although <laughs> yeah. you can make a good-looking game on the Wii, but I can see. Well, these guys made no effort. I mean, that's the problem with this game. Well, I mean, I there's no reason thing, to make an effort. Well, that's, that's true. That's a larger problem. They, they, there's no scope. There's no ambition in this game. And and yeah, mm. they'll probably sell like ten copies, and and they didn't have much of a reason to do it. But it it really is just a boring ass game. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Right. Don't play it. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's gonna do us for what you're reviewing, and now let's just uh, move on to the news. First up, uh, we had Nintendo World 2011 over in Japan this past week. Um, our own James Charlton and Matt Walker were in attendance. They had uh, 3DS was playable to the public for the first time. They had games like Ocarina of Time, Street Fighter Four, Kid Icarus Uprising, all playable. Um, and we have a lot of coverage from that. That's really awesome. Include this, including this, this really, really kick-ass video. That's that great. Is super well put together yeah, that yeah. James Charlton made, and you get to see what he looks like too, which I had never seen before. So that was fun. But yeah, uh, lots of great coverage from that event. So go check it out on the website NintendoWorldReport.com. Heck yeah. Um, and we will be talking a lot more about the 3DS next week because uh, that will be the big New York. 
uh, North American press conference slash playable stuff, and I will be there, uh, and I will be talking about it on the show next week. That's pretty exciting. But let's let's talk a little bit about the 3DS now. Uh, the 3DS Japanese launch lineup has been announced, and what we got is on February 26th. The only Nintendo game is Nintendogs Plus Cats. Mm-hmm. You also have Ridge Racer 3D from Namco Bandai. You have Winning Eleven 3D Soccer from Konami. Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter 4 3D Edition from Capcom. Samurai Warriors Chronicle from Tecmo. Puzzle Bobble 3D from Square Enix. Combat of Giants, Dinosaurs 3D from Ubisoft. Yeah. And Professor Layton and the Mask of Miracle from Level 5. Yes. Um, I think that uh, Professor Layton... That that that's a wonderful launch title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo X plus Cats seems interesting if you're into that sort of thing. Super Street Fighter Four looks pretty cool, but other than that, it's a whole lot of crap. It is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all the games and this kind of makes me nervous. Back. Yeah, this kind of makes me nervous for the uh, the North American launch because we're not getting Professor Layton and Mask of Miracle. We haven't gotten the one before it yet, and I don't think they're right. going to skip skip the game. Yeah. Um. So if if we're just getting about what the Japanese, the Japanese are getting the fourth then, one was the Specter's flute, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Specter's flute okay. has not. I mean, that came out in Japan like a year and a half ago. Yeah. But I guess I guess we're due for that in the fall. But mm. I, I want it sooner. I want I want double Layton this year. Like give me <laughs> oh, a DS one and a three DS one. Like I would probably just cry out of happiness. You know, I uh, off topic for a second. Like like we're ever on topic. I um I gave up on. Dragon Quest IX, finally, I decided that Red Dead Redemption had kind of killed my desire to play uh, an RPG. I put so much time wow. into it, into, into, oh, into, no. into, into game, anything man. else. Well, I, I actually oh, no. sold it on Guzex today. Um, so, oh, so I'm done with it, I think, for now. I, I, I do that often. Oh, I don't, wow. I don't, and, I don't Grant keep wanted it, too. Poor Grant. He did, he did, didn't he? Oh, well. I was just going to say that with, with, uh, with that <laughs> out, out of my DS for the foreseeable future, uh, I think it's time to play Layton 2 again. Um, yeah, that's we've been what ta- I did it. We've been talking about it for so long in this podcast, and I don't know why I haven't bothered to play it. But Andy, think, that's uh, exactly what I did. I think I, uh, I got... with Dragon Quest out of the picture, I think it's time to finally finally go back to Professor. <laughs> Let's yeah, do I got it. halfway well... through Professor Layton, so I picked it back up. I went out and bought three with some store credit, so I'm there pumped. You go. There I'm you lightning. Go. And it's not like I didn't like Dragon okay. Quest Nine. I just... RPGs never hold my interest for more than three to five hours max. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Not uh, 120 hours then? No. The next uh, the next attempt will, will, will be the Mass Effect series, which uh, is my next playthrough after Red Dead. But uh, If you want to hear, I mean, uh, I'll jump back into what we were talking about. But So I got Mass Effect 2. Um, I had $10 credit from when I bought because uh, I may have talked about this on the show about like I accidentally pre-ordered Epic Mickey on Amazon. Thought right. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, so it just kind of showed up at my house. Um, so I had a ten dollar credit on Amazon, and I used it to get Mass Effect Two when it was on sale Good for choice. about ten ninety six. So I got it for a dollar, uh, and I hadn't opened it yet, and system? I've had it for probably a month. Three sixty. Okay. Uh, it's but uh, so I got it. I got it for a dollar, and then I just figured, Jeez. you know what? I'll throw it up on Half.com for twenty bucks, ah! which was higher than like o- other stuff that was on there. And I was like, and if I happen to play it, I'll take it off, or you know, I'll sell it, and I basically make nineteen dollars. You should play it. It's it. I. It's like I didn't I, like I put the it up demo last night. I woke up in the morning. I already sold it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I sold it like within an demo. hour and a half. It was sold for twenty bucks. Yeah, there was a Mass Effect Two demo recently on the on PSN because it's coming oh. out. To yeah, because Mass 3. Effect Two is coming out to PS3. Well, that's what, on in January. Uh, I didn't. I, mean, I didn't like point, the demo. I, it, it just felt stiff. Huh. I mean, okay. I mean, I, well, I don't feel you, like you getting know, too much into Mass Effect Two, but may, maybe we'll yeah, talk about we'll it. We'll talk about when, it later. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see if the Mass Effect series cures my my alienation to RPGs, yeah. which has <laughs> remained for many, 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 many years at this point. Yeah, but going back to 3ds, um, yeah, the Japanese launch seems kind of weak, and I guess we're all kind of unanimously agreeing about that, right, guys? I agree. I uh, as do I. Yeah. Am I the only one who actually kind of wants to play Street Fighter Four? Oh no, I'm really excited. I never really played that much Street Fighter Four. Well, and also so... it's going to have online play. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that it's nice. going to have all the crazy Street Pass and everything, and like Spot Pass and online. Well, yeah, yeah. And the, the straight 3D up mode... online is exciting. Yeah, yeah, and I don't really think I'll, I'll play that 3D mode. That much, but it just it. I like how they have it in there. It seems mm. cool. Other than that, though, yeah, and, I couldn't really care less about most of these games. 
Yeah. And we also heard about first party stuff and what the tentative schedule for that is. Um, so we got Nintendogs plus Cats is a launch title in Japan. Uh, Steel Diver, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time 3D, and Pilot Wings Resort are set for spring. Huh. And Star Fox 64 3D and Kid Icarus Uprising, I believe, are set for summer. Now, I seriously um, don't understand why Ocarina of Time isn't a launch title. Yeah. I mean, maybe it will be in North America. We, we really think, don't know. You know what? Maybe we'll get that instead of Layton. And that's just pure speculation, but w- yeah. wishing, you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out literally the next time we talk to you guys. We will know. That's true. I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that we're probably, I think Nintendogs plus Cats is a lock for the uh, the North American launch. I think that yeah. is a definite and I think we're going to get either Pilot Wings or Ocarina of Time at launch. Well, and yeah, I, I have a feeling Japan, Japan will get it around the same time as well. Yeah, but, Ocarina of Time has essentially already been localized outside of menu yeah. stuff. So yeah. that might, you know, I know that's why we're not getting Layton. So, yeah. Yep. But, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Um, yep. And, uh, I mean, Iwata also made a comment recently about how he wants to have the launch window a little bit more spread out mm-hmm. uh kind of lamenting how the ds and the wii like you know you had that launch and then there was basically just jack shit for like six months right right yeah and it, it does seem like they're gonna have like pretty much if if all five of these games come out you know before the end of august you pretty much have a uh a nintendo first party title almost every month after launch that is nice if that's how they're gonna roll it out which you know that that that's good to see and with the exception of steel diver the uh, all four of those five other games or all four of those games look really good. I just don't care for Steel what Diver. What is Steel Diver? I mean, I know what it is. It's like a submarine game. I don't know. I tried idea. playing the demo at 3DS. <laughs> I think like Johnny Johnny played it and enjoyed it. I tried playing it, did not enjoy it. So yeah. good for Johnny. Um, But yeah. And we'll find out more about that when it when it comes out sometime this year, I think. So yeah. there you go. Has animal yeah, and that's all for the th- Animal Crossing have any sort of any sort of a release no. estimate Rumblings. yet? That and Mario Kart and all those ones that they showed videos of, I, I think those are a year out at least. You know what? Those might just be E three surprises for fall. Yeah, I mean they could be. Like those could be fall for all uh, we those know, could be but... our Kirby and DKCR for all we know. Yeah. Now yeah. Nathan, I've, I mean, I've heard you say it before. I, I think and... you may have even said it last week on the podcast that Animal Crossing could be very well your killer app for three D S. It might sell you the system could be. if they do it right. Yeah, and I think they'll, they'll just do they'll do city folk with real online play. Oh, if they, if they yeah, do nothing all, if, on this list outside of Layton sells me, um, on the 3ds. You know, a lot of it looks cool, but it's a big investment. So I yeah, want something sure. I can really put some time into, uh, and get some enjoyment out of. But yeah, I hope Animal Crossing. And I is know, that. I mean, I mean, kind of the point of the prediction show is just to kind of figure out what's going on. Yeah, but. I, I do want to make the comment, and I know this is horribly out of place, but about all the speculation about what's coming out this fall, think back to last year. What the hell? Or like, like just like, you know, this time last year. We had we no had idea. no idea yeah. that Donkey Kong yeah. and Kirby yeah. and Wii Party even Golden existed. Sun. Yeah. 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 Well, Golden Sun we knew about. Well, that was the year before. They, that was the year before. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 No, but, but even still, right. like, I mean, we had no idea what was on the horizon. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, once again, we're in that point again. And I guess it's just because it's near the end of the console's life that we think it's just dead. But I think they're going to have some more shit at E3 that's going to surprise us and be really cool. Be cool. Well, hopefully, yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. nice? I mean, I don't want it to not do well. I don't want there to not be a good software lineup. Yeah, it just right. kind of looks bleak, you know. I agree. But just figured I'd throw that out there. Yep. And let's move on to other news. Super Meat Boy WiiWare is cancelled. Yeah. Um, they cannot if fit. It wasn't Basically, if they had a Ford, if they hmm. fitted on WiiWare, it would be a shitty version of Super Meat Boy. So Team Meat put the kibosh on that, and the possibility of a retail release seems highly unlikely. Uh, I think they pitched it to a couple publishers, and none of them have really been that receptive. Very sad about um, this. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I mean, I have it for 360, and I probably would not double dip, but it's it's one of my favorite games of the entire year. So damn. Yeah. That is yeah. unfortunate. It is. And to to go along with that, Retro City Rampage, um, which was a, a WiiWare game that seems to be like a uh, 8-bit GTA or something along those lines, uh, that's been delayed. It was supposed to come out, uh, I believe, at the end of last year, the end of 2010. Um, and then there will be an XBLA version 
Uh, it will come out next summer, yeah. and it's going to be a timed exclusive. Yeah. And the we we wear version is still coming, and that's a definite. That's not going to that's not going to get canceled, a la Super Meat Boy. <laughs> um, that's coming out next fall. So I mean, it just kind of sucks that you know two mildly high profile games that were both originally announced for we wear both seem to be more landmark XBLA titles than yeah. landmark we wear titles. Having trouble. Yeah. That's where the money is. Can't blame them. Although, you know, Retro yeah. City Rampage, uh, I, I don't know if you guys have watched any footage for it or... I really haven't. Y- you, If you do, I, nothing I've seen really about it excites me all that much. There are some weird side-scrolling sections and, um, like, Zelda references. I, I'm excited by but... all the references, but I don't know if I'll actually play the game. Yeah. But even still, I mean, mm. it's, just, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. It is, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we don't really have anything to say about that. Nope. So let's talk about WiiWare games that are actually out, more specifically, games that have demos. Um, this will be yeah. somewhat of a new feature that will last for as long as we can play new demos on WiiWare. Yeah, hopefully a, a um, frequent feature. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do seem to be uh, Nintendo's putting up demos, it looks like, every week, so... Yeah, we'll yeah. be talking about them, and because we have a bunch of demos that we missed, uh, we're just kind of go we're we're gonna go around, and each person's gonna talk about a demo that they played. Yeah, uh, starting off with you, Zach. I played uh, that game you all have been talking about so so much. Oh God, fluidity. That's been talking about. Yeah, fluidity. Yeah, you and you and Johnny. What did you think of the demo? I did not personally play the demo. So. I liked the demo. I liked the look of the game. It it teaches you the basics. Um, there were some frustrating parts, though. Like, there's a part where you have to uh, shoot your your bunch of water up two fountains to get to a bucket and fill the bucket with water, and that releases a cog. Um, and that was really kind of finicky. Like, you really had to finesse the... Uh, or, or I should say the tilt mechanic is almost too sensitive. Um, so when you're trying to aim the water as it's shooting out the fountain, it's pretty hard to uh, get it real pinpointy. Um, but I love the game as a concept, and it looks gorgeous. Uh, it it uh, it's a great game. It is. A, it, it I will say I, I, I gave if it I spent, nine point five. Read my review. <laughs> if if my Wii wasn't about to explode, I'd probably buy it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nice. I really liked it. I I recommend anyone who's listening to the podcast who has not played at least the demo to play the demo. You you at the very least will get a very interesting experience out of it. Gorgeous-looking cool. game, too. My I gosh, actually, gorgeous. I actually did yeah. pick this game up about, well, I don't know, like eight or nine rainbow drops in or so. It's a good time. <laughs> I'm enjoying yeah, it. It's fun. Yeah, it's I got stuck for a little oh, while, uh, uh, but I'm not sure why I got stuck, but there was at least oh, a good half it, an hour where Andy, I couldn't you figure got, out. You have to change your character, and the third one can double jump. No, okay. Right on. <laughs> no, the, the, yeah. There's a lot of points where it seems like that game kind of funnels you down to where, like... Yeah, I noticed let's that, Let's say too. you can get... Well, no, like, it's like, there's a basically, you can usually just explore, and there will be all these different rainbow drops and secrets to find, and there were, like, two points in the game where it felt like there was one that I had to get, and I, like, I would be kind of stuck for a little while wandering around being like, where the fuck do I go? And then finally, I'd stumble upon it. But, I think in my case, you know, it, was the... a, it, it was a switch that I didn't realize was there at all, and it reversed a couple of gears, which made my water go a different way, and that was that, but... Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a good time. You know what the last right. game to use the term Rainbow Drop was? What? No. Uh, uh, Kirby's Dreamland 2. Oh. That's oh. what you were going for. Rainbow Drops. Okay. It's a fact. Um, Thank you, so, Zach. Nate? No problem. I'm, I'm full of interesting factoids. Newscast. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Nate and I both played a little game called Robox. Hey, Neil, can I, before we talk about Robox... When I went to the Wii Shop channel, there are 300 less points in my account. Mystery. Uh-oh. Anyway. Really? Dude, yeah, that I got 400, sucks. went down to 100. I bought nothing. Nathan and the the newscast crew in the case of the missing points. Right. I Get need Layton to hire, on this one. I need to hire Layton. Exactly. Yeah. Once he's done with that Spectre's flute or his Miracle Mask, I gotta get him. No, it's the Mask of Miracle. It's not the Miracle Mask. It'll probably be the Miracle Mask in the North American version, so I'm going to eat crow, That's such but... a broken title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it changes. But anyway, speaking of broken, uh, 
Yeah, we both play the well, robot. I wouldn't really demo. call it broken. Robox just. Oh well, the robot, really... the robot itself is broken. Oh yeah, yeah, and, he is broken. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, the the game isn't broken. It's just a little, a little meh. I don't know. I don't. It's basically it's like it's kind of like it, it's a platformer where you're this little robot. It kind of reminded me of Wally, except for he has like you know, like human like legs as opposed to like wheels. Yeah. And, and it, you walk around, and you jump, and you avoid enemies. It seems like a platformer, Metroid platformer designed by committee. Yeah. <laughs> and actually... Because um, what it is, is that, like, you... I, I guess you control, like, the like creatures inside the robot. As you're walking around, you're collecting chunks of amber. And that somehow gives you creatures inside of you. And, yeah, you're running around inside the... In sort of a... Uh, Bowser's inside inside tale is that what it was called? Bowser's inside story, um, kind of like that, mixed with what you described to me about Monster Tale, um, except yeah. it's completely separate because there's not two screens. Yeah, and you're kind of running around inside this guy. Don't not quite sure what you do, because like when I flipped a switch inside the robot, I didn't see any change to the robot. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I feel like. I mean, the first time you do it, I guess you jump after that, but like, yeah. it didn't really seem like that was tied. Oh, it was maybe, more like, no. Oh, look. You were just running, you were just walking, and then it's like, jump is now enabled. Yeah, like, the what two, is this, Metroid Other M? Yeah, the two didn't seem connected at all. And really, the jump that you get, I would rather you just not have it. I don't like it. Yeah. It feels yeah, really no, the bad. The jump doesn't feel right, and it just felt like there were a lot of instances where it, puts you, it put you in a position where you had to avoid an enemy, and because of the jump, you don't really get an accurate read about how high you're going to go. Right. How high your character Specifically, those is. swinging vines with the, oh uh, my God. the mace things at like, the end of the, them. The first part of the game, I kept on dying yeah. because those vines would keep on hitting me and like, the timing is weird. It, just... it is weird. The, the platforming feels bad. The shooting yeah. does not really feel satisfying. Yep. And it looks it looks good though. Really, I, mean, I would argue against that. It, it kind of looks... I, it, um... it has a neat little art style to it. It basically, like I, I guess, it's, maybe it's kind of like what Zach was saying about Need for Speed. It looks very bland. It doesn't bland. quite look like shit. But it doesn't really look that good. It's like <laughs> yeah. very sparse environments. Yeah. But Yeah. I'll give you that. It's it, there. Right. Yeah. None of the enemies looked it, it just looked weird. It looked yeah. kinda like a PC game. And I guess that means nothing uh, as completely out of context quote, but I don't know. Yeah. But put um, that on the box. Yeah, that looks, looks like, like a PC like game. game. <laughs> put put it on the Robox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Andy, talk about Liltline. Okay, I can talk about it for about as long as uh, it took me to play it, which was about ten minutes. <laughs> um, this is please don't talk please about don't it talk about minutes. it for ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I got a plane to Nobody catch. Nobody wants that. Really? Where are you going? <laughs> I don't. He's know. coming up to kill oh, okay. you, Zach. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, Liltline is a game um, where you hold the remote, sort of. Uh, not NES style. You hold it sideways, but with the with the top facing off, like like a handlebar style kind of. And you uh, yeah. you okay. you tilt the remote forward and backwards towards you and away from you to uh, move a line up and down on the screen. It's sort of have have you ever got have you guys ever played um, that flash game? I think I think I've asked this before. Uh, it controls similar. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. The rocket barrel stages in Donkey Kong Country. Um, helicopter. The the hold one button to go up, release the button mm-hmm. to go down. Yes. And yeah. The yep. levels basically. Wait, you can hold it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God! You just don't tap it furiously. Uh, wow. nope. <laughs> I I would I would feel. <laughs> I would make you feel dumber, except for more for the fact that I went through the entire first rocket barrel stage before learning that you could just hold. Oh it. yeah, I, what's I, wrong I, with both of you? Don't, don't you get me wrong. Video games? No. Don't get oh me wrong. I thought I thought that too for about twenty minutes or so of those stages, but I did eventually I've, figure out you could hold the button yeah. down. Yeah, no, the I've first been stage through I like went through like five of them. I guess oh what I'm getting God. at with this, though, and yeah, you should probably go back and replay those uh, stages. Um, there's a there's a flash game that's been around for ages called Helicopter, which controls like the rocket barrel stages, yeah. um, and this game looks like that flash game. Is that a stupid tangent? Uh, but like it's basically it's it's solid colors, and the line is a little white line, and like it's constantly moving forward, and and you're going through like a tunnel, 
It's, it looks like an Atari. Looks like an Atari 2600 game. You're going through a tunnel. There's a line in the middle of the tunnel, and you can you move the line up or down by twisting the remote towards you or back from you, kind of like Bit Trip Beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then along the way, you have to tap the two button or actually any button on the remote in beat with the song as you go through these little light colored gates. Actually, no, they're all white gates. They, it, they use about four colors in the in, in the entire game. Um, and sometimes the tunnel is like a gradient of like orange orange to, to yellow uh, that that's as colorful as the game Ooh. gets i mean it, it, the motion is actually very fluid the game the game looks decent in in motion but a screenshot of it would look like something you drew in ms paint in 30 seconds um which is just <laughs> yeah it, i don't know it the the, the so devil you by by extension you would say it looks like a pc game yeah very much so <laughs> i think it was a pc game actually. it probably it, was it an, probably it was, was an iphone game was it? Okay. That kind of sounds Andy, right. Andy, that's why I started laughing when you said it looks like they phoned it in. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. Hey, did you guys uh, know that when you play Contra, you can actually hold the button down to shoot continuously? You don't have to constantly tap the button. <laughs> hey, Zach, did Zach, you know you're are you kidding? <laughs> no, wait, no, you're you're kidding, right? I'm making fun of you, Cox. <laughs> Hold the button uh, down is the newest newscast meme. Call call your congressman. Yeah. Call your mayor. Call your congressman. Uh, anyway, it's okay. I played the de- the demo ends after like five to ten minutes. It just stops and kicks you back to the main menu. Um, yeah, it seems like an interesting game. I-, I will probably check out the demo sometime soon. Now that I'm getting back on this, we were like using the Wii Shop channel. Again. If this game costs really three hundred points, I think it'd be a- I think it'd be a lot of fun to like just. I think it's like five or six, so it's not that can't far possibly off, be more than five. It does seem five. like an interesting game, but I don't know how interesting. There's no way this game should cost more than five dollars, and it shouldn't cost that. Yeah. That said, it's kind of fun, but it's kind of fun in the same way that like. A lot of other games that cost a dollar on iPhone are kind of fun. You know, it's it's a very very yeah. shallow experience uh, with very this very might cost a dollar on iPhone. Yeah, so. with very <laughs> very minimalized graphics, uh, but the music is actually pretty decent. Um, I th- I'm not sure if it's licensed tracks or what, but it uses uses like I think it might be like some chiptune guy or something. It's pretty it's pretty good. The music the music is uh, pretty decent because I mean the game is kind of a music game because you have to tap the the remote the the buttons on the remote and beat with a song. So um, mm, yeah, it's an it's an interesting game, uh, but it's very very uh, low maintenance in terms of visual pr- presentation. So uh, cool. check it out. Yeah, I think there's I think a there's a demo. Check it out. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that does it for the WiiWare demo segment. Yay! And we're gonna wrap up the show with a little bit of new release talk. We already talked about Lost in Shadow, which came out on January fourth. It's a thirty nine ninety nine, published and developed by Hudson. Um, We also got Ghost Trick, which uh, you guys talked about last week. That came out January eleventh, and it is twenty nine ninety nine, published and developed by Capcom. Um, I, I know I definitely really want Ghost Trick. It's just that I don't know if I have the time or money for it right now. I don't know if I have the patience for it. Yeah, but that's something. Like I heard it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. But I was I was I finally got around to playing uh well both demos. There's the one that's on like Gamespot.com and then the one on uh the Nintendo Channel. And I had a lot of fun with it. But it's just that I don't know if I really feel the urge to rush out and buy it. Although I there's a part of me that does, but there's a part of me that's just like, eh, you got other things to play. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to know more about it, check out James's definitive review. I think that's already yeah, up. Yeah, he right? loved the crap Loves out of it. it. It's definitely it. It's a game right up his alley. So cool. I can't say I'm surprised. Although I'm, I, it's good to hear that it's it's all that. Yeah, all that and more. <laughs> um, uh, we also got Kingdom Hearts re recoded. Yeah, Kingdom <laughs> Hearts re colon coded. Uh, nice. that is. Thirty-four ninety-nine. It's got the little bit of the square tax. Mm-hmm. It's a Square Enix game, and it came out on January eleventh. Um, I have negative interest in this game, and I really enjoy the Kingdom Hearts series. I'm gonna hold out for the three DS one if I'm gonna buy a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the three DS one looks really cool. This just looks like like it's the same shit that they've been trying to spoon feed us since Kingdom Hearts one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts one. I did not enjoy the three other games where they're like, hey, you know who you guys like Kingdom Hearts one? 
here's like the same levels but slightly different. Well, right? I, you know, to be fair, the 3DS one doesn't look that much different either. It's just I like it, it's pretty. Well, I know the 3DS one. They have gone on record and saying that there will be like new Disney worlds that they haven't done before. Oh, okay. The dinosaur world. Yes. From what? From Fantasia. No. <laughs> From what? From Disney's dinosaur. Oh. Okay. The yeah, CG I one. I was kind of Land Before Time with CG. I mean, that won't happen, but... Also, have you? did you notice that in that dinosaur sequence in uh, Fantasia, you know, they're all starving and they're hiking across the desert, but the big carnivores are just walking right past the clearly easily eaten herbivore dinosaurs. (laughs) They're just like, whatever, I'm too starving to eat. Actually, I I hope that they would just um, make the whole game like that, Kingdom Hearts. And then just keep playing. I think they were playing that one part of the Rite of Spring during that section of Fantasia. Yes. The most aggravating the part, uh, the part that got Parisians to riot in the streets what? when it was first performed. <laughs> I really? hope they just do that. Yes. I like the I like the demon sequence. That's cool. <laughs> oh, maybe it wasn't Parisians. I don't know. Some group um, of people. Some. People listening to music, getting mad. And the last game that we have to talk about this week is a virtual console release. Um, as as part of our newfound, uh, I guess, we were in DSI where straight up ain't that interesting. We're just going to talk about select games and those demos. Yep. So the only download that was, I guess, seemingly of interest to us over the past month was Mario Party 2. Build up your uh, calluses, folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mario Party 2 is a thousand points. Uh, it's an N64 game. Arguably uh, one of the best entries in the series. I will pay a um, thousand points for the bobsledding mini game. Dude, there, there were some kick and like bumper balls. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love bumper balls. I just wish they'd put all the uh, Pokemon Stadium mini games on one like package and put it out on Virtual Console because those are fucking awesome. <laughs> Count Man. the Voltorbs. Mario Party Two, <laughs> just good memories. Playing at my friend's yeah. house with rainbow colored layered Jello. Yeah. And you ate I mean, the game too. That, but that sounds fun. Yeah, there was a game too. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I I had a tons of fun with. I mean, outside of you know my hands hurting, Mario Party One right. and Mario Party Two. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've definitely been tempted to get this, but I don't know if I ever will. It's kind of like if I'm in that perfect storm where I'm hanging out with three friends and we're like, hmm, I feel like playing Mario Party Two. Yeah, but three of them have to have played Mario Party Two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I feel get like this it only for only uh, coerce one person to play it. My plan for New Year's <laughs> was originally going to be a bottle of tequila, a couple of friends, and Mario Party two. Uh, but then Rock Band three happened and kind of took over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. Oh man, I played so much Rock Band three. All the all the new additions to the party mode are so wonderful. Yeah, they are. Because it's just like you could be, all be drunk and just be like, "Fuck it, I want to play guitar in the song," and you just pick up the guitar, hit start, and you're fucking in. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Harmonix. That's brilliant. Yep. Yep. You kind of stole it from Guitar Hero, but I don't care. Grab a bag of weed and a bottle of wine and hit that guitar. Yeah. (laughs) So that's it. Keep on banging that drum. On that family-friendly note. Is it safe to mix weed and wine? Uh, Might be some medical concerns there. I don't really have any experience with that. Um, I guess it would be fun. Probably would. I think I, I yeah I, I don't have experience with the uh, former. That's the first, right? Just to be clear. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't have any experience with wine. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I don't have. Experience I imagine you would either. feel very antsy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Listeners, let us know if this is a safe thing to do. <laughs> right. It. Uh, You'd probably yeah, get um, sleepy. But th- I get sleepy <laughs> anyway. Just about does it for us. If you uh, if you have any questions, comments, or you smoked weed and drank wine at the same time before, email us at newscast at com. Also, if you have any um, specific demos you Twitter. want us to check out, you should let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll check them out. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, what we're going to do with the demos for anyone that gives a crap is that uh, when new one comes out, well, new one, new ones come out, we will probably play them. If there are any that we missed that you want us to cover, mm-hmm. let us know. Um, uh, that's actually they're kind of hard prob- to find. They are. Yeah, well, no, there's like a demo section that you can legit. It's like a really? genre. Oh, no, it's, it's a genre. Really? I haven't oh, thought of that. I see. Of I course. Think, like there was something on the main thing for the the Wii Shop channel that was like demos. Check them out. So I clicked on that, thinking they would all Me be too. there, and they're just Me like too. 
go under genre yeah. and there's a demo section. Oh, I should have read. That's I just cool. ran through the new releases till I found a demo. Yep. 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 Art of, uh, Art, anyway, Art of Balance uh, is a demo, I think, doesn't it? It it does, and I played it. We'll talk about it after. Awesome. All right. Uh, so yeah, that that's it for the show. We'll see you guys next week as we march, continue this march to uh, being weekly. We'll be talking all about the 3DS and all the joys that Nintendo has in store for us and their uh, their press conference next week. I'm excited about that. Fantastic. Yeah, yep. Later. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Bye. All right, that's it. I'm still oh, okay.